My cool cats and kittens, welcome back to another episode of the Scotty Taylor Jr. Success Money Mindset Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a four-step process to making 2024 your breakthrough year. So I'm going to be giving you a four-step process, um, four little tips to work on as you head into 2024. If you really want to make this your breakthrough year, if you want to make more money, bring on more clients, make your business smoother than ever, then you're going to want to pay attention to this episode. All right, let's get into it. Today's episode is sponsored by the Inbound Leads Masterclass. If you are a financial advisor or insurance agent and you want 2024 to be your breakthrough year, learning how to get inbound leads into your business is going to change the game for you. On January 30th, I'm teaching a free masterclass that's going to share with you the framework for how advisors and insurance agents are get generating inbound leads, getting a fully booked calendar, and hitting $25,000 per month consistently without working harder. Click on the link in the show notes to register for the training. Again, it is completely free. It is January 30th. It's going to blow you away, I promise. I can't wait to see you there, my friends. All right, my friends, so as I mentioned, this episode is about the four-step process or four tips for four steps to make 2024 your breakthrough year. So we're going to be going into those four, and what I want to share with you foundationally, we're going to just kind of dig right in, is um, this is going to be part of the reason why uh, advisors and why folks uh, set goals, uh, but don't necessarily hit their goals. So this is going to be an antidote to that. So if you're somebody who is setting goals, is really excited about 2024, um, you've maybe set a word for the year, you set an intention for the year, you're like, I'm ready, I want this to be my breakthrough year, I want to um, accomplish more premium and insurance premium, more assets under management, more money, more revenue, whatever it looks like to you, then this is going to be the episode for you. Okay, let's get into it. So step number one is simple, but incredibly potent and incredibly important. And it's get clearing, uh, get clear on your goal, first and foremost, right? So what is your goal? And then beyond that, why? Why is it your goal? So for me, for years as an advisor, I picked arbitrary fucking goals. I picked goals that um, sounded good, that 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 I thought I would be cool to hit, but there was very little why behind the goals. So first and foremost, there has to be a goal that you have some emotional connection to, some desire for, and the goal also has to be believable. So if you don't believe that the goal is possible, it's not gonna happen because we as humans have free will. And if you don't believe it's possible, then and it came into your existence, then that would violate your free will. And so that's not possible energetically, universally. So there's a two-pronged piece to that. So the goal has to feel emotionally charged to a degree, right? There has to be some level of, ooh, like this is exciting for me. Otherwise, when push comes to shove, if it's not exciting to you or if it's not a goal that invokes some type of emotional response inside of you, then when things get difficult, which inevitably they will because we're running our own businesses, so things are not going to be smooth sailing 24-7 all the time, if there's not a connection to it, then you're going to be like, why am I even trying for this, right? Like, if your goal is to double your income from 100000 to 200000 and you get to February or March or midway through 2024, and it's like really freaking difficult. You're like, man, I don't even think it's freaking worth it. Like, wh- who cares about doubling your income? Like, I don't want to do it. 
because um, you chose that goal because you know your your director told you to or your manager or you thought it would sound cool like if you picked a goal but didn't have a connection to it then there's not going to be an emotional charge for why to keep going when things get difficult or when things get tough that's the first piece that's the first foundation is having a goal and getting clear on the why behind the goal so presumably when you're listening to this podcast you already have a goal in mind so the second piece is the 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 root of this four-step process this is where advisors get mixed up this is where uh, business owners really fall short of their goals so when I share this with you this is going to change everything for you and I'm going to go into more detail around it as well and so the answer there or tip number two is to focus on activities not outcomes so as an advisor when I would set goals or when I would have things that I wanted to accomplish and I would bring it to my manager, my managing director, my managing partner, I'd bring it to other advisors. I would hear things like, I'm like, hey, I'm, my goal is to double my production this year. And they would say, okay, perfect. So you did 200 fact finders last year. So to double your production, you have to prospect up, um, right? So you gotta meet people that make more money and you gotta do more fact finders. That's what they would tell me. And I'm like, okay, got it, great. So I need to do two more fact finders per week as an example, right? So every week I'm gonna do two more fact finders than I had done previously. So when they would say that, I would get all excited, I'd get all like revved up, really energized. And then inevitably I would start the process of doing two more fact finders per week and get stuck. And I'm like, okay, I got two more fact finders this week. What do I do? And then that would cause me to throw metaphorical spaghetti at the wall I'd feel like a chicken with my head cut off, just trying to just do whatever I freaking could to get two more fact finders per week. So I'm like, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm going to networking events and I'm cold calling and I'm doing all the things. And this is where people, this is, this is the discrepancy. This is really the major issue that I see with advisors, with insurance agents and that type of advice. When somebody says, or when you hear the advice, or if you are even thinking to yourself, all right, I need to do two more fact finders per week, or whatever the activity that you're focused on, right, this this fact finder, or uh, maybe it's like new referrals, or maybe it's new leads, um, maybe it's number of closes, like whatever it is to you, that is an outcome. That is an outcome. Fact finders are an outcome. This took me years to actually finally uncover this, but once I did, everything changed. So if we think of fact finders as an outcome, not an activity, then we then get to shift our perspective to ask ourselves, okay, what am I actually focusing on? What activities am I focusing on? And what outcomes am I tracking? This is so crucial because doing a fact finder, actually completing a fact finder or a discovery conversation, whatever you call it, is outside of your control. It is. You, you cannot control if somebody will show up for a meeting. You could schedule five fact finders in a week and all five of them could reschedule. And then what, right? Then you look at your calendar or you look at your, you look at your, your spreadsheet of your activities uh, and you're like, oh, I didn't do any fact finders, therefore I failed, right? That week was a failure. But the challenge with that is when you look at an outcome and you try to control the outcome, the, the, you're, you're like looking at things after the fact, right? It's like you've jumped out of an airplane and you have no parachute and you're like, what do I do now? 
I'm like, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. If you're looking at your calendar on a Monday morning thinking, okay, how do I book fact finders this week? You're, you're too late, right? You are behind the eight ball. I don't know if that's the right expression, but you get what I mean, right? You're behind, you're, you've fallen behind already. Now here's the solution. Activities are things that you can focus on that are within your control. An activity would be something like doing 30 dials a day, right? Calling 30 people. An activity would be like spending 30 minutes a day messaging people on LinkedIn. Another activity would be um, going to a networking event, going to one networking event per week, right? I'm not recommending these necessarily. I'm just sharing with you what an activity is in this sense of the conversation. So activities are things that you have control over. You can sit down in front of your computer and call people. You can send emails. You can send text messages. You can send, e- uh, uh, you can send emails. You can send LinkedIn messages. Those you have control over. Practicing your prospecting language for an hour, you have control over. Doing an email marketing message, you have control over. Posting on Facebook, you have control over. Those are activities. Outcomes are things that you're going to track, like fact find, new fact finders, closes, number of referrals you get, number of leads you get. All of those are outcomes. So going into 2024, if you are focused in the past on the outcomes and treating those as activities, that is very likely why you feel burnout, you feel stressed out, and you feel like, well, why can't I, why do I always feel like I'm behind? I'm like, people are telling me, do more fact finders, get more referrals, but like how? The activities are the things to focus on, not the outcomes. So that's step number two. Now, the final part of step number two is to reverse engineer the activities you need to do to hit your goal. So what does that mean? So if you have a goal of 300,000 of production, then what we need to do is reverse engineer what activities you should be focused on in order to hit that goal. And what that does for you when you reverse engineer that and you do that activity, right? So you reverse engineer the $300,000 goal. Okay, that means I need to close four people per month. If I'm going to close four people per month, I need to have eight fact finders because I close 50% of my fact finders, which means I need to do X, Y, and Z to get those four fact, eight fact finders on my calendar. Or sorry, eight fact finders per month, right? Again, the, 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 just bear with me with the, with the math behind this. But if you close 50% of your fact finders, that means you need to do eight fact finders per month. How are you going to book eight fact finders in a month? right? Uh, um, let's say, um, two of them don't keep. So you have to actually have to have 10, so on and so forth. Right? So those are, that's how you work backwards. This is a very abbreviated version of that. So that's how you work backwards. And at the end, the core of it is you have a list of activities that you know, will get you to your goal. This is, I mean, I literally hand deliver you this spreadsheet, this activity spreadsheet inside of my signature program, the Financial Advisor Academy. So if you're looking for this completely done for you, then joining the academy would be a good idea. But if you're, if you're in the space right now where you have a goal, you have an intention, you have something that you want to accomplish and it's doing something that's different than you've done before, right? Accomplishing something different than you've done before, then you'll have to be doing activities that you haven't done before, right? There's gonna have to be a change in what you're doing in order to hit something different. And the radical clarity around what to do is 
what it will get you to those levels of success. Because frankly, success in 2024 in the advising world is not about doing something that's flashy or shiny or sending out one uh, Instagram post or TikTok post where you're shaking your butt and you get hundreds of thousands of people to inquire being like, I want what you're, what you're offering, I want these services. That would be cool, but that's not, that's not how the world works in the financial advising world. And so doing the repetitive, boring stuff is actually going to get you the, the levels of success you're looking for. If you look around at any of the advisors that are doing really well, the most successful advisors, they have perfected their craft. They have mastered their craft. They have mastery over their business. And they have that mastery because they've done the same thing over and over and over again. So the boring repetitiveness is actually not boring at all. It's like, it's, it's consistency, right? It's the certainty that's really fucking sexy to know, okay, when I do these activities every single week for the next 52 weeks, I will hit my goal. That to me is so freaking sexy, right? <laughs> Interesting way for me to put it, I know. Okay, so on to step number three. So now that you have the activities that you're going to focus on, I want you to focus on these activities for the next 90 days. 90 days is the sweet spot. 90 days is the perfect amount of time for you to focus on a list of activities that isn't going to feel like, oh my God, I need to do this for for the rest of my life. But then it's also enough time for you to build a habit, for you to build consistency in those activities. I don't want you to do them for a week and then just all of a sudden fall off the, 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 um, the wagon and you're like, well, I, only, I did it for one week, but it didn't work. So now what? No, the next 90 days, right? So 12 weeks, I want you to focus on those activities that you're going to fo- that you're going to do every single week. And during that, so now moving into step four, review your weekly, review your weekly progress. So every week, you now have a list of activities that you're going to focus on that are, again, activities, not outcomes. You'll have outcomes to track. And then you're going you're gonna to commit to yourself that I'm going to focus on this for the next 90 days. And every week, you're going to review your performance, review the results from the activities from the previous week. So on a Monday, I prefer Mondays, but you can do it on Sundays or you can do it on Tuesdays. Um, every Monday, sit down with a business partner, with a friend, with a, maybe a, another advisor that you can partner up with for an accountability partnership. Or if you want to do it on your own, you can do that as well. But I think bringing a partner along is really, really beneficial. You're going to sit down every Monday for an hour and you're going to review what went well. Where are the areas of opportunity, right? Of the list of activities that I have, how many of them did I hit? Did I not do some because I ran out of time? Did I not do some because I was nervous or I was afraid? Like, what do I need to tweak so that next week I can be better? If you do this for the next 12 weeks, I can virtually guarantee that you will start to be on track for your goals. Might not happen immediately, but I'm telling you the consistency in which you show up and you do the activities will will be a direct correlation with how close you are to hitting your goal. Right, because again, you've set a goal, you know the why, you've reverse engineered the exact activities to hit the goal, you've written those activities down in a spreadsheet, you know what outcomes you're tracking, you are committing to yourself to doing this for the next 12 weeks, which gives you enough time to become an expert, to master this, and you're reviewing your progress every single week. So you're not just putting it blindly on a piece of paper and saying, okay, I'll just cross my fingers and hope this works over the next 12 weeks. No, you're gonna consistently tweak and get better and get better and get better and improve, improve, improve. So that was my four-step process, four tips, tricks, four ideas to make 2024 your breakthrough year. And I wanna leave you with this. 
going back to what I said earlier, if you're focused on outcomes like referrals, number of new leads, number of fact finders, you're looking at the wrong you're looking at the wrong area in your business. The most successful advisors, most successful business owners focus on the activities that they can that they have control over that directly correlate to revenue. What generates revenue for their business? That is what business owners look at. What are the activities to focus on and what brings in money? All right, my friends, have a kick-ass 2024, and I would love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or questions or anything that you want me to expand on deeper in this episode, shoot me an Instagram DM at the Financial Advisor Academy. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you soon, my friends. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at Scotty Taylor Jr. and drop me a DM if you want to chat. Or check out my website, scottytaylorjr.com for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you friends and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams. 